I want to thank you all for coming out to hear the word this morning. I know that there are a lot of things that you can be doing. But instead, you came out and you chose to hear the word of God. You know, I know that the more you hear the word of God, the more you study the word of God, the more it is beneficial to you. The more God loves it. All right. And and those are the two most important things. All right. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something a little different today. You know, every now and then, I decide to do something a little different, you know. Um, In other words, you know, I usually have episodes planned or topics planned. But every once in a while, I decide to do something a little different. You know, I remember I was watching um, Billy Graham episode one time or listening to it. Not really sure on the radio. Not really sure. Billy Graham was preaching. He said that one time he did a interview with, I think, Time Magazine. And Time Magazine had asked him some questions. All right. And... One of the questions that Time Magazine asked him was, you know, how are you so good at, you know, what you do? Do you always plan on what you're going to say? Do you always plan everything you're going to say? Is everything that you preach, is that planned before the sermon Billy Graham answered he said you know for the most part and he said this in so many words he said for the most part yeah I I always plan on what I'm going to say all right For the most part, I always plan on what I'm going to say. But I can't tell you how many times I get on stage and I go before 50,000 people that I just forget everything I'm supposed to write. I mean, forgive me, I forget everything I'm supposed to say. All right. And that's when the Holy Spirit takes over. And the Holy Spirit starts speaking through me. 
In other words, Billy Graham, he can have a whole sermon perfectly planned out. Perfectly planned out. All right. But when that Holy Spirit takes over. Well. It's not about you. And, you know, I feel. I sometimes. I sometimes feel that same way, you know. For the most part, I like to know what I'm going to say. I know what the topic is that I'm going to talk about beforehand. And I can tell myself, okay, today I'm going to talk about this. Today I'm going to talk about that. Today I'm going to talk about that. Today I'm going to talk about this. But then when I start to speak, there are plenty of times where I'm like, okay, um, this is happening live now. I can't make mistakes. And there are times when it's like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to say. And the Holy Spirit just takes over. Okay. Or then there are some times where I just say, you know, you know what? I'm just going to do something totally different today. I had this planned, but you know what? I can save that for tomorrow. I can save that for the day after tomorrow. I can save that till next week, till another time. And when the Holy Spirit takes over, you know, well, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> okay? It's not about it's not about you. But that's not what I want to talk to you today about. I don't want to talk about, in fact, I don't really want to talk about anything really specific on today's episode, okay? Um, you know, every once in a while, I just like to relax, you know, have a little bit of a relaxing day. You know, because in fact, that actually has something to do with what I wanted to say. You know, people may wonder, I'm not referring to me, but I'm talking about to all um, Christian pastors in general, to all Christian missionaries in general, all right, to all Christian leaders in general. They say, why you do it? How do you do it? All right. Why do you do it? What makes you get up every single morning Knowing that there are a lot of people out there that are against you, um, they want to see you fail, 
Um, they don't like Christians. They're putting you down. Why do you do it? And, you know, first of all, you know, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> I mean, I know it's true. You know, it's true, but you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, and believe it or not, that's actually a fair question. It's not easy to do. OK. Um, there are certain ways how, how you deal with, when I say deal, I mean cope with, um, being a Christian leader. You have to balance your life. All right. You have to have balance in your life. I know that's with any job. Okay, and that's probably not what they mean when they say that question. But, you know, you have to have some kind of balance in your life. And I know that for the most part, you know, teaching about Christianity, speaking about Christianity, speaking about the Bible, you know, for the most part, you, you in fact, always you have to take it very seriously. You have to take it very seriously because the word is very serious. The word is true. All right. Um, God is serious in everything he says and everything he does. All right. Yes, it's nice to laugh. OK. But that's why, you know, we laugh sometimes because, you know, you have to have some kind of balance in there. All right. Because. If you let it, it is possible that being a Christian leader can take a toll out on you. All right. So you do have to have some kind of balance. Now, the reason why I do this. All right. Not the reason how I do it, but the reason why I do it is is actually is actually um a few reasons why there's not there's no just one answer to that question all right in fact i don't think anyone just has one single answer to that question okay i consider it a um First of all, I consider it um, an honor, a responsibility, um, a privilege, and I consider it something fun to preach the word of God, to spread the gospel, all right? I consider it a priority. My number one priority as a person to spread the gospel. Okay. And 
again, there are different reasons why I do this. Okay. Um, maybe it is things from my past that are motivating me. Um, things things that are happening right now that are motivating me and you know if if you really want to think about it you know i guess you could say there are a few things that from a strategic standpoint there are a few things that may happen in the future that are also, you know, for future references that are also motivating me. All right. Do I do I know how long? Do I know how long this will last? No, I don't. All right. I pray that I become an expert at doing this because I have the resources to do this for one. All right. Um, and I've been doing this for a while now. And I hope to become an expert at doing this and that this is a very, very long term thing, you know, still, I have no idea what the future holds for me. You know, and again, there are quite a few reasons why I do this. All right. As a Christian, it is my responsibility. It is my responsibility to spread the gospel. All right. And as I said, I consider it an honor and a privilege. All right. And I also consider it fun. You have to make you have to make light of the situation every once in a while, because if you don't, like I said, it will take a toll out on you. All right. Um, you know, I heard this story just the other day, in fact, and by just the other day, I mean yesterday, in fact. Um, this guy I was watching this um this program and this guy told this story God said um, I once heard this story that there was this boy along the beach okay it was just this boy the boy was all alone along this wide stretch of beach Okay. Pretty laid out. The tide was coming. The tide was coming in. 
and as the tide was coming in the boys started throwing some starfish into the ocean okay so this man saw this thought this looked kind of weird so this man walked up to this boy And the man said, you know, hey, what are you doing? Boy said, I have to throw all these starfish into the ocean. Okay, because if I don't throw all these starfish into the ocean. Okay. Before the tide stops coming in, then when the sun comes out later, all the starfish will dry out and die. Guy pauses for a minute, looks all along down the beach. He says, you know, there's miles and miles of starfish going all the way down the beach. All right, there's hundreds of them, probably thousands of them. Do you really expect to make a difference? You know, by yourself? Boy looked at the guy, looked down the beach, looked back at the guy. He said, I might not be able to throw all of those starfish back into the ocean. But you see that starfish that I just threw back in that ocean? I know that I just made a difference in that starfish's life. Okay? Now, I understand what that story means. Alright? Uh... I could poke a small hole in that logic, <laughs> but I know exactly what that story means. Okay. As Christians, it is our responsibility to lead others to Christ Jesus. All right. Now, you look at somebody like me, all right? Um, five foot seven, maybe five foot seven and a half. Um, don't live in the richest neighborhood. Uh, have seizures, which means uh, I don't have a car, okay? Um, I'm sure there are a few things that I can complain about, okay? And I will tell you, I do not expect to, to reach the entire world, all right? I'm gonna be realistic. 
I don't expect for the entire world population to hear my voice. Okay? It would be great if they did. <laughs> it would be really great if they did. Okay? But... Realistically, I know that's not possible. All right. Still, my job as a Christian is to lead as much people as I can to Christ Jesus. To help as much people as I can receive Christ's salvation. And if I can tell somebody the gospel of Christ Jesus to somebody who never knew the Lord and that person ends up receiving Christ Jesus into their lives, then I realize that, hey, I've done my job. Now, of course, the small hole that I could put in that logic is, all right, if you have been a Christian all your life and you say that you've been spreading the gospel all your life. And you've only led one person to Christ Jesus and that's it. I don't know. I think you could be doing a little better than that than just one person. Still. Nevertheless, you did lead that one person to Christ Jesus. And who knows, maybe that person received, received Christ's salvation because of you. Maybe had it not been for you, that person would have never received Christ Jesus. You don't know. So there's all different kind of reasons why I do this. It's very rewarding also. You know, you see how I keep on see how I keep on thinking of these different reasons why I do it. There's no one answer. And I don't and in fact, I will tell you that no one has just one answer and why they do this. No true Christian believer has one answer and why they try to lead others to Christ Jesus. Although there are, you know, most although, although there are number one answers and although there are there are the most important answers, all right? No true Christian believer only has one reason why they do it. They have different numbers of motivations for, for wanting to lead others to Christ Jesus. <clears throat> I 
I mean, yes, they will say, you know, because um, Christ Jesus tells us to, the Bible tells us to, um, yes, as a Christian, it is our responsibility. I've said that myself, yes. Um, it's our job. Okay. And those are definitely top five. Re those are definitely in the top five reasons why we do it. Okay. But we do have other reasons to say that those are the only reasons why we do it. I don't think that if those are the only reasons why we do it, that we would last long as Christian leaders. Those are definitely the top reasons, the number one reasons, the reasons that will never change why we do it. All right. Still, that is not the only reason why we do it. You know, some may some may ask, you know, hey Dion, do you really plan on doing this for the rest of you your life? No. I'll give you a better question. Hey Dion, would you really do this? For the rest of your life? I mean, you're 33 years old. I think the average lifespan of a man in the world is 70 years old. So, I've... <laughs> I have 47 years left on my life, technically speaking, according to statistics. I have 47 years left on my life. Okay. <laughs> so, would I be willing to do this for the next 47 years? Day in and day out and day in and day out. Seven days a week. Knowing that tomorrow I'm going to have to do the same thing over and over again. Well, again, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> okay, you really don't have to say it like that. Because this is exciting. I Personally, I think what I do is very fun, very rewarding, and very exciting. Okay. Um... Still, would I do this for the next 40 years? Is it that fun? Is it that exciting? Is it that rewarding? That I would do it for the next 47 years? Absolutely. 100%. Spreading the gospel for the next 47 years? 
Spreading the gospel is like is unlike any other job. I've heard jobs where they say, you know, oh, it's a great job, you know. Um, it's so, some may say, oh, this job is so easy. I can do this for the rest of my life. Or, oh, this job is so fun. I can do this job for the rest of my life. Or I can relate to this job. This job is perfect for me. I can do this job for the rest of my life. And the most that people usually get out of their careers is, I say, about 30 years. So, you know, a lot of people, they often retire at, at after 25 years. Okay, um, but spreading the gospel, that's, that's something entirely different. You don't get paid to do it. Um, whether they do or they don't, and oftentimes they don't, people do not show their appreciation. You don't get you don't get awards, you know, or plaques that say, you know, Christian leader of the month. You don't get medals that honor you. You don't get a salary for being a Christian leader. Well, some do, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what their story is. Okay. And yet this job is so rewarding that none of that stuff bothers me. Because I do believe that God will provide. So money isn't an issue. I don't do it. Really, I don't do anything. You know, for appreciation. I mean, does it feel good? You know, when, when people show their appreciation? Yeah, you know, feels good. You know, whatever. For a split second, it does. But I don't do this for your for for anybody's appreciation, for your appreciation, for their appreciation. I don't do this for for people to show their gratitude towards me. All right. For those people who try to go against me, who are against what I'm doing. Well, that's the whole reason why I'm trying to spread the gospel. All right. I'm not trying to, I, we as Christians, we don't spread the gospel to people who already have salvation. That's pointless. We don't try to reach people who already have Christ Jesus. We don't try to um, lead people to Christ who already know Christ. We're trying to reach people who don't know Christ. 
We're trying to reach people who think that it's all right to persecute Christians. We're trying to reach the people who think that Islam is the true religion. We're trying to reach people who think that their purpose in life is to blow themselves up and take as much Christians as they can with them. We are trying to reach people who will fight to their last breath that and argue that they come from monkeys. Those are the people that we are trying to lead to Christ. That is the reason why we do this. We're trying to lead the people who persecute us to Christ Jesus. Of course, the people who we try to lead to Christ Jesus are going to be against us because they don't know Christ Jesus. And because they don't know Christ Jesus, they are in the dark and they will fall prey to the devil's deceitfulness. And yes, they will think that Christianity is a bad thing. However, as Christians, it is our job to help lead these people into the light. And lead them to Christ Jesus. And lead them to salvation. So yes, I would do this for the next 47 years. And you know what? If I live past 70 and I live to be 100. Then I would do this for the next. Man. Let me, let me, let me see. How long would that be? <laughs> if I was to live to be to a hundred and I still have a lot of vigor left in me, a lot of life left in me and I could still do it. Then I would do it for the next 67 years. I said the next 47 years before. I think my math was a little off. I'm not sure. But the point is, I would do this for the rest of my life. Yes, I would. Absolutely. 100%. As long as I can. As long as I can. And as long as the Lord sees me fit to. You know, is it hard? Yes. Is it extremely hard? Sometimes it is. Are some days better than others? Yes. Are some days worse than others? Definitely. Is it impossible? No. Nothing is impossible with Christ Jesus.
might not be easy, but it's possible. All things are possible through Christ Jesus, who gives me strength. And you know, I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think I have enough time to, to tell you all the reasons why I do this. All right. Because, I mean, there, there, there are complicated reasons why I do this. There are simple reasons why I do this. You know, and I just think it would take me a very long time to explain every single reason why I do my best to spread the gospel to others. And why I have a passion for it. You know, people who know me, they know that I love my country dearly. And they know that I love my nieces and nephews dearly. All right. They see me on an average day. All right. Um, with my niece and my nephews on an average day. I don't see them every day. In fact, there are some days when I may go a while without seeing them. Okay, but... If I were to see them every day, on a, I would say on an average day, if a person were to see me with my niece and nephew, they would see how much I love them, how close I hold them to my heart. All right. Um, people who have known me for a very long time, who have gone way back with me, they know how much I love my country, you know, um, I don't know, it's... It's like I just always excelled in American history in, in high school. Um, I always enjoyed, you know, watching American history documentaries on TV. I don't know. Something just attracted me to it. Um, quite a few people and um, my family have uh, fought in the military Okay. 
and have made successful careers of it. Okay. Still, as much as, as much as I have a passion for these things, my nieces, my nephews, my country. All right. Um, that's all I can think of right now. So that's why I'm mentioning that. As much as I have a passion for those things, I do not put them before God. I cannot put them before God. Because I know that it is because of God that I have my nieces and nephews. It is because of God that I love my nieces and nephews the way that I love them. It is because of God that completely by chance I was born in this country, this great democracy filled with freedoms, all right? Because, believe it or not, my mom um, was actually born in Belize and have and, and lived there for the first fifteen years. Of was it fifteen or thirteen? I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, no, it was fifteen. It was fifteen because she was born in 1953. She came to this country in 1968. So, um. There was a chance that I actually could have been born in Belize. All right. But God saw to it that I was born in this country. Everything happens because of God. That's why I put him first. And I do my best to um, teach this to my nieces and nephews. <clears throat> All right. Um. I know my brother um, teaches them about God. I know their mother and stepmother teaches them about God. And for those of you who don't know, their mother and stepmother is the same people. All right. Still, I digress. All right. Still, I do my best to teach them and show them 
Christ Jesus. <clears throat> I do my best to teach them Christ Jesus and show them how Christ Jesus is real. All right. And why they should put him first. All right. I tell them they should love their family. They should love their brother. All right. They should put their brothers and sisters above everybody else. All right. Um, try to teach, do my, try to do my best to teach them the important about the important things of life when they're around me. Okay. Still, no matter what, Christ Jesus is always first. You put God above everybody. He is at the top. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is at the top. And then there is everything else in your life. Okay? You know, this was meant to be a shorter episode because, again, this... This wasn't like this. What this episode wasn't like most episodes that I do. wasn't like most topics that I do. You know, um, kind of just wanted to wing it today. You know, and because of that, um, this episode is a bit shorter than most. So. I'm going to close it right there and I'm going to close it with a prayer. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, another day that you have given us, O oh Lord. Lord God, I pray, O oh Lord, that you just Continue to give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding in the reading of your word, O Lord God. Every time we read your word, Lord Jesus. Every time we read the Bible, Lord God. Help us, O Lord God, to just continue to grow stronger in the faith, O Lord God. Every single day, O oh Lord, just let us grow more steadfast in you, Christ Jesus. Continue, O oh Lord God, to just give us that passion and that, and that desire and that will and that want to. To study your word and to speak your word and to speak your name, Christ Jesus. Lord God, thank you for the many blessings that you have given us, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for everything that you have given us. In your name I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. And with that, I want to leave you with this Bible verse. 
taken from Galatians chapter 6 verses 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Thank you all for listening.